0: With one hand, we reach back to the tried and tested principles which have dethroned principalities and powers. And with the other, we reach forward to the purpose, the power of God for a new generation. Are you ready? Are you seated? If you have a Bible, turn it to Hebrews chapter number 6, verse 13. Hebrews chapter number 6, verse 13. You hungry? Are you hungry? Blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Are you ready? All right. First of all, let me make this declaration. Your season, your season of doubt... Your season of mistrust, your season of skepticism, your season of sorrow, of heartache, and heartbreak changes today forever because what God does, God does forever. You with me? All right, there are seven covenant. Promises, shout covenant. No, covenant. We don't understand covenant anymore because we don't make them. Right? You enter into a contract and you sign your name and you say, uh, I'd like, I don't know, whatever, $25,000 on a note at whatever percent interest so I can buy this car. Right? So a lending institution enters into that contract with you. So at the end of every month, they expect a payment. Now we call that a contract. A contract is a covenant. A covenant must always have the exchange of principle. In other words, one party is giving something... And the other party is giving something, thereby they are entering into a covenant. You with me? So, what happens when you don't make your payment? You ever watch those shows? They're kind of entertaining, really. Where they come to, re- it's like repo, repossession. Can you spell eviction? Anyway. So you, you say, I'm going to pay my rent, but you don't pay your rent. Can you spell eviction? You say, I'm going to pay this car note, but you don't pay your car note. Can you spell repossession? Because they're going to show up in your driveway in front of your apartment, and you're going to look out your window shades, and you're going to see a big old truck hooking up to what you told everybody was your car. And they always come running out, you know. They look, like, they look like me when I'm studying and not preaching. And they come running, their hair everywhere, and they're half-dressed, and they're using every ex- ex- expletive they've ever heard anybody utter. They are cussing like a drunken sailor on leave. Here they come. You can't take my car! Yeah, they can. Because you did not uphold your end of the covenant. So there's a blessing to enter into a covenant. There can also be a curse entering into a covenant. I'm going to talk about that, and I want it to forever change your attitude toward God's covenants which are not like the covenants of men there are seven covenant promises and i want to take root i I want them to take root in your spirit today i want to alert you to this very strategic this mm, momentous moment on god's celestial calendar just finished the feast of tabernacles I told you, and here come the bombs into Israel because more wars are started this time of year than any other time. We are at the beginning of the Hebrew year 5784, which is the year of an open door. Everybody go, we're in it. 23 is the year when agreement is essential and the manifestation of sudden miracles is expected because the atmosphere of is the breeding ground of your i want to draw your attention to the absolute assurance regarding god fulfilling his promise to you hebrews six thirteen is extremely instructive here's what it says When God made a promise to Abraham, because he could, he God, could swear by no one greater, he swore by himself. God's promise is always confirmed by God's oath. God's promise must never ever be compared to the anemic and often false promises in your life from mere humans. If you've ever had anybody break their promise to you, Shout now and don't stop till I tell you. If you've had anybody break their promise to you. Well, here the Hebrew writer is quoting from what is commonly referred to as the Abrahamic covenant. This is the covenant that God made with the patriarch Abraham, from which came the nation of Israel. Genesis 22, 16, 17. This is what the Hebrew writer is quoting. So we've got it in the book of Hebrews, but it's drawn all the way back from the earliest days of our Judeo-Christian ethic, all the way back with God talking to Abraham. And your Bible said... God said, by myself have I sworn that in blessing I will bless you. In multiplying, I will multiply you. God's blessing becomes our blessedness. Somebody shout, I'm blessed. I am blessed every day that I live. I am blessed when I wake up in the morning. or I lay my head to rest. I am blessed, I am blessed, I am blessed, blessed, blessed. Here's how I know that. Here's how I know that. His blessing is his oath that for those of us who have been blessed, I need to see somebody just put up a half-mast, backslidden Baptist wave right now. Just, just say, I am blessed. I am blessed. Now here's what he's talking about. If you entered into that covenant, the Abrahamic covenant was a blood covenant. So we get all the way to Calvary, and God said back in the old covenant... Because I have no greater oath to make because I cannot swear by anything greater than myself. I swear by myself and I seal it in blood at the cross. I am going to bless you. Now you're, you're already blessed. Your sins are washed away. Your iniquities are purged. Your sins, though they be red as scarlet, they're white as snow. Though they were red like crimson, they are white as wool. Somebody say, I'm on my way to heaven. I must be already blessed. He's saying, in blessing... I will bless you. In other words, because you're saved, I am not only going to continue to bless you, but I am going to multiply that blessing. Until he brings us into the perfection of blessedness. Which is a place where the gates are made of one pearl. And the streets are made of gold. This is the glorious gospel of covenant. I'm not finished. Here is God's. Affirmation. Here is the guarantee of heaven. You notice you never into enter into a contract, a covenant, with what is without what is called earnest money, something of value. When you enter into a contract and you say, I want to buy thus and so, they will say, we will enter into this contract with you. What is your earnest money? That's money that if the thing falls through, you don't ever get back. Here's what we call it. You got skin in the game. On that rugged, cruel cross, God had skin in this game. Because there was nothing, though God searched through heaven above and earth below, there was nothing as valuable as his word of earnest, because there was no one and nothing more valuable, of greater importance than God Himself, He entered into a covenant. And swore by himself. Now you're not there yet, but I'll get you there. Here's what he said. Sitting upon his ethereal throne, surrounded by 400 billion cherubim, shouting, Holy, Holy, Holy is the Lord God Almighty making the earth and his enemies his footstool. Creator of heaven and earth, Jehovah Bara, I created it. I own it. I made it. I can do with it what I want. I created it. I can fix it. He said, If I ever, if I ever fail to make good on my promise to you, I will abandon, come off of, and surrender my throne to Satan if I break my covenant promise to you. Now go ahead and say he doesn't want to heal me. Go ahead and say he doesn't want to deliver me. Go and say he doesn't really want to bless me. Go ahead and say he just wants to give me enough to get by. Go ahead and say there are certain things I just have to put up with. Go ahead and say I'm sometimes the head, but most of the time I'm the tail. We are blessed. And in blessing, he will continue to bless us. And in blessing us, he will multiply our blessing. Yeah, you shaking your head, but you ain't shouting. If you really got it, you jerk these chairs up off this floor. His promises are yes. 36 times Jesus was asked, will you heal me? 36 times he said yes, because he cannot say no. It is his oath. He swore by himself. He's not going to lose his throne by not blessing you. I'm about done. His promises are yes. Shout it. Your promise is yes. Will I touch you in the next seven days? Will I give you a supernatural turnaround in the next seven days? Will I give you a manifestation of my divine favor in the next seven days? And amen. So be it. Will I heal the fevered brow of your infant child? Will I take autism spectrum disorders off your children? Will I take cancer off your vocal cords? God's promises are yes and amen so be it you say God I am asking you according to your word thus and so amen and from heaven God with covenant blood around him says, so be it. Will you stop the ringing in my ears? I believe you to do it. Amen. So be it. Shout, so be it. Will I give you back everything the devil stole? Amen. So be it. Will I bless you when you get there? Will I bless you when you leave? Will I bless you coming in? Will I bless you going out? Will I make you the head and not the tail? Will I make you above? Top tier. Hold your hands up and say, God, God. go ahead and bless me. Make me top tier. tier. Amen. 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 Now shall God's so be it. Look at somebody and tell me he's not abandoning his throne for me. He didn't swear by you. Be seated. He didn't swear by the federal government. He didn't swear by some king's kingdom. He swore to bless you by himself. He is the earnest. He is the expectation. He is the down payment. He... Now get this. all, every single promise of God, everyone, all of them are founded upon God's own immutable counsel. Stay with me. Immutable, irreplaceable, immutable, undeniable. Let me continue. These promises were not rashly nor hastily without forethought, And great discretion given. There was counsel. God said to himself. Come and let us reason together. God the Father said to God the Son. Let's talk about this. And the Son said to the Holy Ghost, we can't do it without you. In the determinate counsel of God, these promises were put in place for the specific purpose. Hear me. You think it's about you. God said, I'm going to prove to the universes who I am. I am going by my own determinant counsel and covenant with myself come up with how through the redemptive work of the cross I am going to bless those who are mine see we've lost all this The greatest example on earth of this covenant is supposed to be marriage. Thank you. But we don't honor the covenant of marriage. Had another preacher this week. Well, uh, we got four or five kids, but we've just determined that uh, we just... uh, We just missed it when we got married. Well, don't miss it now. Two errors don't equal a correction. You mean to tell me that two born-again, spirit-filled, handlers of the eternal truths of God can't go lock themselves in a room somewhere and get right. You don't you don't want to clap. You, you don't want to. Because your experience says, yeah, but never determine the determinate counsel of God's will based on your flimsy experience. Your experience does not make him abandon his throne. Your experience does not make him change his promise. Ask and you will receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be open to you. Stop making excuses, y'all. trying today Christian people think no more of heading to the divorce court than they do getting their tooth filled and I challenge you if you're in such a situation now I am not saying that you've got to put up with somebody beating you. I'm not saying any of that, but I'll tell you this. I've seen marriages healed of a whole lot worse. Because with God is impossible. He saved you. What else does he need to do to prove nothing is impossible. I wish I had half a church. The promises of God, slap your Bible. The promises of God can never, they are immutable. They can never be altered. You can him them and you can't let them out. You can't make them fit your culture. If I have one more millennial look at me and say, well, it's just a different time now. I know, because you're backslid. You, you seek to change the promise of God to suit your flesh. Man, I tell you, I'm winding windin up on this one. Hey, somebody just praise him for about 30 minutes go ahead I mean act like you got 30 minutes to just lose your mind blessing him for blessing you he who cannot fail he is immutable I only wish those hallelujahs were surrounded by some, oh my. Be seated. I got four minutes. Think of what I'm saying to you. Every need. He is supplying. Plenteous grace he affords since I started for the kingdom since my life he controls every day he gets sweeter the longer I serve him the sweeter he grows. The longer I love him, more love he bestows. Every day is like heaven. My heart overflows. The longer I serve him, the sweeter he grows. Stop looking for what you can hold on to of this decrepit dying disease polluted filthy world and still make it to heaven shame on us i want to get so close to god i have to be concerned about him jerking me off this earth not making it to heaven His promises are founded upon and formed by His own immutable counsel. Now, let me ask you a question. If these promises were determined in the counsel of God with Himself, Father, Son, Holy Ghost who's going to be in disagreement the Father said I'll declare it Jesus said I'll pay for it and the Holy Ghost said, I'll enforce it I want to run, I want to run, I want to lose my natural white mind, I want to dance and I know I can't, I want to shout and my voice is worn out, I want to leap like a heart, I want to run through a troop and jump over a wall, I want to shout hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah.